Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of It's Kinda Crazy. I'm your host Jamika and this week I am joined by Embreed. Now if you haven't heard of Em, she is a very talented tattoo artist and all-round artist. She is the founder of the Blank Space Tattoo Studio down in Milton where I was actually lucky enough to record this episode so big thank you to Em and the team for having me. As someone who doesn't have tattoos myself, uh, you can imagine I had a lot of questions and I got a lot of answers to things that I didn't even know I had questions to. So whether you're someone who has a lot of tattoos, someone who doesn't have any tattoos, stick around and have a listen because we chat about all sorts of things. We go over things that are taboo in the tattoo world, how M got into the industry and what her journey was like some of the misconceptions that still stand today around tattoo studios, and just a lot of fun stories. So let's get into it, and I hope you guys enjoy. It's like, this is my fashion item. Yeah, you know? well, you can wear not like, wear kind of like, yeah. <laughs> matching with matching. the same white <laughs> I know, I had to get a jacket because I pulled this out off the line and it had like Oh, mine always does. It. I don't understand. I just can't wash white clothes. Yeah, but yes. Hannah's our white washer. <laughs> she does. Because we always get ink. Like, look at my oh, legs. Oh, yeah. Um, and we give it to Hannah. She like she washes it, folds Surely it, Surely that tattoo it. ink would not come out. Mm, you got to get onto it quick. I don't yeah. even bother with my pants anymore. They're all the same. And yeah. I do a lot of mural work, so they always have like a little bit of paint here or there. Yeah, I feel like if you got like if you got like work pants, you're yeah. just like every it's pants fine. is work pants. All my pants are work <laughs> pants. <laughs> that would be that would be me. I because I went to set one day and like everyone work on set working on sets, they all wear like black and dark clothes. There's like multiple reasons. One maybe being for like eye lines of actors. So if someone had like a big bright red jacket on, off, oh, it's gonna be distracting. They're gonna distract them okay. and then like reflections and things. And also just because it gets sometimes they get dirty and you're like carrying stuff around. True. But every time I go to set, because I'm never. I don't work on set particularly, but I'll go on with like white pants and like my jackets and they're like, you are not from <laughs> Rookie. <here."> yeah. <laughs> they do that even in the tattoo world though. Really? If you turn up with like white clothes, you're like, yeah. They're like, like kook. <laughs> you. <laughs> this person's never done this before. Seriously. Wow. I've been like absolutely cooked by my um tattoo teacher tat dad whatever (laughs) (laughs) and he's just been like loser don't do it i mean it's like the only person that it's gonna bother is you if you get ink on your shirt right yeah and i reckon it looks cool yeah yeah you're like just adding to it you could just have like a tattoo white shirt yeah and just decorate a piece of art (laughs) in the end there is so much cool art is it all stuff you guys do not re- it's more what I've collected. Some of it is like yeah. this one is Tito, but yeah, I buy heaps of work. My um, she's like my cousin, second cousin. Yeah, she owns a gallery in the main street, and she sells heaps of sick shit. Like awesome. that Malak piece, this Malak piece. Is the one the other one behind Hannah's desk? Malak. That well. was hectic. I'm like her biggest fan. Yeah, <laughs> is she from around here? Nah, she, nah. Oh, she actually grew up in Coldborough. She used to be like a hell hectic Something in the water. pro surfer <laughs> as well. There you go. And um, she moved to Byron, so oh. but she still shows all of her stuff down here. I'm obsessed. Everyone goes to Byron. Yeah. Um, but no, that paint. I loved that one behind. Yeah, Hannah's it's desk. really I was cool. Like, that's hectic. That was a I, huge investment. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> investment. I like yes. it. You're like, it's an investment. I have to tell that to my partner Tito because sometimes he's like, "Whoa!" It's like we're done. It's for our future collection. Yeah, one day we'll have a gallery. Oh one day we'll gosh. have a house big enough <laughs> to put our artwork on. You're like, one day. I'll, I always think I like renting. I'm like, I would love to just be able to drill holes in the wall to hang up things, but it, I'm like, it's probably scary. shouldn't. <laughs> well, you have to replace them, and I wouldn't even or like fix the holes. But we're so lucky. Our landlord now is like, drill, do whatever you need. Houses are for living in. That's awesome. So, yeah, it's been hard to choose what artwork I want in the shop and at home. Yeah. But we always make the shop nicer because we yeah. spend more time here. For sure. If you're spending so much time here anyway, it's like you want it to be. Two days a week at home. So we look at all our pretty work here. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's so cool. No, I wondered if many of you also... Because I figure you're all like good at drawing. Yeah. So yeah. does any? I figured someone did art as well. Well, every it's that is such an interesting part of tattooing is like I've been asked by so many people if I still do real art. Yeah. Like it's real. Art. Real art. <laughs> I like, just can't understand because like what it could be more real than marking someone's skin yeah. permanently where they're so proud to wear a piece of artwork that they'll wear it every single day. Like they're not just moving it around on a wall. No. It's like so. That ridiculous. was one thing that I was thinking because this is like a really funny one for me because I don't know if you noticed earlier. I have no tattoos. I always notice when people yeah. have no tattoos. <laughs> no tattoos, no piercings, like nothing. And not that I have anything against them. I've always been like fascinated with them. Yeah. But I'm just the most indecisive person, and I just know that I would get them, and then I would maybe like a week later change my mind. You honestly forget that they're there <laughs> yes. and as much no one ever believes you but like I I forget half of my yeah, tattoos like, I know that I've got now. a lot now yeah um but it's kind yeah p- picking your first tattoo is always the hardest because I kind of think of it the same as you know when you've got like a big white canvas and you've got to put like a like start a painting yeah it's always so scary to know where to start starting is but always once the you like I don't know <laughs> I was going to say ruin, but that's a horrible analogy. Yeah. <laughs> Once you like market, you realize how unscary it is. Yeah. And it's easier to keep. So just keep doing yeah. it. Yeah. For sure. No, I totally get it. I used, it was funny because like growing up at school, like I was a kid, I always drew like things all over my hands. Like I loved, I know you don't, I, you don't have any in your hands? No, I have like a couple on my fingers, but yeah. it's a little bit of a taboo thing. It's Isn't like an old school sort of tradition um where you get your whole body covered and then your hands Ah. so it's like kind of yeah that that's definitely like an old school thing that's come yeah that still hangs around and when people come in with no tattoos visible tattoos at least and they're like I want a rose on each hand where like it's your body can do what you want but it's also pretty like uncool in the tattoo world you tell them Yeah. yeah yeah it's kind of like there's a few traditions that are still kept yeah like which way to face a, a portrait like facing in your wow. body or out of your body depending on your arms I'm not no not on your arms but like depending on where it is on your body yeah it has to be facing a different direction wow. um and also there's the upside down tattoo so people want it for them so yeah. they'll get like a so they um, can look at it yeah but then when their arms down it's upside down for everyone else. So right. that like one of the biggest jokes is when people get a like cross for them, oh. but when they're walking around, it's that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a big one. But yeah, I feel like the more tattooing has like evolved and moved away from traditional tattoo shops, 
people are more so just like, I don't care do what you want because <laughs> those like those things that you just listed i have no idea yeah. like i obviously have no tattoos so of course i'm gonna have no idea but they're just things like i wouldn't even know yeah. that that's and that's, most people don't and i guess that's our job to sort of give yeah. them all the options yeah. lay it down for them <laughs> like, and then they make the choice i'm gonna tell you this this is a bit spooky if you do this yeah but do it if but, you want yeah. it's your body your if you rules. get haunted though i did warn you <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't. I'll use the haunted thing. That's great. Yeah, I, to, that's spooky. The upside down cross one. That would. Yeah, like, and we, you do have to be mindful too of like where you place things on your body. Mm. Like a really funny one is that um, you know if you get a pineapple on your wrist, like right way up or like upside down. So when your arms down, it's upside down. It's meant to like symbolize that you're like a like a swinger. <laughs> So upside down pineapples are like a, a no go. Wow. But yeah, you Do you don't... get many people asking for them though? No, <laughs> I haven't. I actually haven't. I've done one pineapple that was really cool, but it was big enough that I'm pretty sure it's not a secret little swinger tattoo. <laughs> what if they actually were? They were coming in, they're a swinger. You well, didn't know. I wonder if anyone else has. That would be That's really so funny. interesting. I wonder where, like, that obviously just dates back. I don't know. (laughs) There's so many meanings behind tattoos and this is something that like I've just recently had a bit of an issue with and so I've been more like observant or like Googling things. Mm -hmm. Um, I did a – it was for a really good friend and she has a dog called Zali so she wanted a little Z on her wrist for her dog, no dramas. Yeah. Um, Put it on Instagram because I was stoked with how it turned out and then – probably about 40 minutes later I had all of these like Russians I had to like Google translate every single one just being like yes best tattoo ever you need to get this tattoo and then a bunch of Ukrainians telling me to kill myself oh and it got like 40,000 likes within like two days but people were literally telling me to kill myself and I Googled it and nothing really came up at the time. Um, it said that it might be like a Gen Z thing. And it ended up being, um, I did get educated in the comments um, that it is the new symbol for genocide in the Ukraine. So oh. Russians are spray painting Zs onto their oh. tanks. And yeah, it, it was the first time I've ever been harassed or bullied online. And wow. now I have such a better understanding of how like what young kids are going through because I used to always be like just just turn it off like yeah don't worry about it and now it you feel like the whole world hates you um and this is the worst thing about Instagram is because I got so many likes and so many comments I was like trending so it was kind of like a good thing on my Instagram but it got too much so i fully deleted it and yeah. then no one cared about me anymore and it was fine no more hate mail it's weird right how strange is that it's a whole the numbers thing is so bizarre i like, know but wow yeah that you wouldn't think a little zed i actually ended up hitting her up well i hit her up almost instantly because <laughs> i was like i've accidentally put like the modern day swash sticker on your arm oh. And she was like, babes, it's fine. Like, <laughs> this is my body. I know it's a Z for Zali. Yeah. I'm not going to succumb to that. And I was like, yeah, well, if you do want the other letters, it's free. Yeah, you like, come back. Let me know. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the thing, right? Like, I guess it's 
people are doing it for their own meaning at the end of the day. But yeah, <laughs> if something like that, that's a bit how you're going. Yeah, just walking around with that. But I, she honestly was like, I'm not going to get bullied from the internet to change this. And yeah. I think that was the hard th- thing with the comments. They were all, they educated me. Mm. And then I was like, well, it doesn't mean that. And they're like, well, you've been educated. <laughs> so you <laughs> do it with it what you will. Okay. Like, Thank you. So I deleted it. <laughs> yeah. That's stressful though. Like even just the pressure of like all of those people yeah. that you don't know. Well, I was scared I was going to be like the face of the Russian <laughs> army. I didn't know what was going <laughs> they're on They're like, there. praise you. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, no. Small town Milton girl. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. That's a good story. Yeah, it was scary at the time. Now looking back, I can laugh, but I definitely, definitely Google the meaning of yeah. lots of tattoos. Do you find people come in, though, having not really researched? They're just like, oh, I like that. Because yeah. I feel like most people would just be like, I like the look of that. I'm going to get that. All the time. Yeah. And that can be like really hard too because they'll bring in like another artist's artwork. Yeah. And that's like a huge problem in the tattoo industry right now is just people being lazy and just copying each other. Yeah. Um, So that can be stressful. And then explaining to them like someone else has drawn this, um, but I can, you know, use the concept, use the base and turn it into something personal for you. Mm. And personal for me. Um, yeah. And some people are just like, nah. I want that. That's all I care about. This I've looked at this design for the last two years. I can't imagine it any other way. And it can be really stressful because of, obviously we need the money. This is our job. Yeah. And then sticking up for what's right. Yeah. And then trying to like be please a customer. Yeah. yeah. And I get it too. Like yeah. I said, it's their body, their choice, but then as an artist, you don't want to be doing that. And it, no. And it's kind of shit for you because... Because I think, yeah, if it was you, if it was someone else ripping off yours, you'd probably be Oh, like it's devastating. Cut. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Even like if it is a simple line drawing, it, it still takes thought, it takes time, and you mm. choose your own line. So when people line for line copy what you have designed, it's like they're stealing a little piece of you every time. Yeah. And that's why things like Pinterest can be absolutely... The biggest nightmare Yeah, for tattoo artists. It's like so good and so bad at the same time. I've seen that online just once. It was just, I can't even remember who specifically, not important, but she had gotten a tattoo off Pinterest or online that she loved, got it, and then realized that it was like the person whose artwork it was kind of came after her and was like, and it was a big tattoo as well. Yeah. And then she was kind of just like, I'm so sorry, like gave her credit and everything. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's just stressful. Like, even at the moment, there's this one lady who has, like, pretty much used a lot of my designs and she's blowing up on TikTok. And, like, her last video, I think, with my tattoo in it, got, like, 100,000 oh, views. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she's, like, got, like, a million followers on TikTok now. And I, I did hit her up and was like, dude that's my drawing and she's like oh no my client was a graphic designer and she brought them in and I had no idea and I'm like as an artist wouldn't you ask like yeah. oh wow these are really cool like did you draw them yeah like, where'd they come from <laughs> she was like yeah I did draw them and then I don't know it it's a never-ending battle yeah and I know when I was an apprentice I like I'm not fucking innocent of it either your boss tells you yeah make money for the shop mm-hmm. do what they ask you it wasn't until I you know 
really became like a an official artist yeah and I was like fuck no I want to do my own stuff yeah and then you realize the weight of like someone else taking your shit your stuff you're like oh <laughs> that's not fun <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm a huge swearer I'll no, dial it down no you can like the swearing thing's funny because people sometimes people are like oh no like, I don't mind, but you have to, like, tick this little box and it's like, is there explicit in this episode? And then your episode just gets the little E. Like, oh, the- gangster. <laughs> yeah, like, this explicit. is my episode with the tattoo artist, <laughs> <Yeah>. explicit. <laughs> I know, sometimes even though it's, like, one word and you're like, oh, I've got to tick it. Yeah. But- I don't think anyone cares though. Well, that's what I love about Hamish and Andy podcasts oh is because there's, like, no swearing. It's so PG. What do-, do you listen to their podcast? Oh, yeah. I it's love like my favorite podcast. thing in the whole friggin' world. I'm itching for it to come back. March. I think it's March. It's March because the they mandated break. <laughs> oh, oh yes, very important. So, so funny. funny. We just went and started watching all of the new. Um, sorry, this is so off topic. No, or anything. this is what happens. <laughs> um, the gap year. Oh, it's so freaking good. We went back not long ago, like me and some friends, and like and then my family. And we would just watch them. They're hilarious. Well, because Tito's French. Them. I have to educate him <laughs> on proper Australian culture. That's where that's a good place to start. Yeah. That is like Kath and Kim, Hamish and Andy Gap here. What was the other one? Oh, um, he does Jonah from Tonga, which is problematic, but what Chris <laughs> Lily. Chris Lily. <laughs> problematic, but at the time when it was less problematic. Was sweet. Very funny. I know. It's still very funny. Now watching anything back here, like, oh my god. Yeah. Like friends, anything. I know. It's kinda hard because you want to like appreciate it for like just just a joke but then also like it's oh, hard not some to evaluate it. everything though and yeah being like, oh it's how hard. i met your mother is actually pretty rogue yeah. <laughs> it's like especially in this day and age it's hard to not like step on like, anyone's oh, toes yeah. and it's hard not to over it now to overthink it, yeah. yeah to because you're like oh i don't want to step on anyone's toes but also like comedy I don't yeah know, where do you line? draw the line well you work in film so you would know that right <sighs> because you still got to like represent every element of society yeah but I think like it's a tricky one with film not tricky I guess but like again just like my experience of it nowadays it's there's so much emphasis on making everything inclusive yeah that it's almost like too overdone you know what I mean it's like we have to have this this and this or like there has to be the you know like if they've got a banded of friends, there has to be one yes. friend from every yeah. race. Yeah, exactly. Which is like great and love it, but you can see that it's deliberate. It's yes. not like a natural thing. That's where like that for me, that's where I think it's a bit funny because they're not doing it because that's what the story is. They're ticking boxes of yeah. like we're being inclusive. Like this is an inclusive show. Yeah. Um, so it's a funny one, but I don't know. It's a bit, you kind of just got to. Yeah, it's so it it's so good, and then so it just gets taken to to crazy places. Yeah, so quickly <laughs> as well, and you're just like, oh, this was not intended. Yeah. But anyway, well, back. I want to backtrack. Tattoos, tattoos. That's right. Um, I was gonna ask how you kind of got into it all, because I were you someone that really like wanted tattoos and stuff well before you decided you were going to oh absolutely like love tattoos I think I got my first tattoo I was 15 and I pretended to be 18 sorry mom is it 18 you have to be (laughs) yeah well legally you can be sick yeah yeah but you just kind of don't want to be the kind of shop that does do that there is exceptions like memorial tattoos yeah we will consider it but 
those choices you make when you're 15. Also, I feel like your body changes so much in that last little bit of teenage years. Yeah. And tattoos that I did when I first started on 15-year-olds, I see them now. That's like eight years ago. They're very different to what they probably want now. Yeah. <laughs> They'll come in now for like really fine line, pretty tattoos. And I'm like, fuck, I wish I did not. Yeah, you're like, Ooh. Put that big, big infinity on your <laughs> wrist. Damn it. <laughs> but Hindsight. yeah. 15, I got my first tattoo um, at the local bikey shop. Yes. And I've always loved art, loved tattoos. Yeah. And wanted to be a part of the world. But my dad... My stepdad is a policeman and he just was like, not about it. About bikies, nah, you're not going to join that thing. Because bikies pretty much ran tattoo shops. Yeah. They did run tattoo shops. They did. And then I think, I, I'm, you can correct me, I don't know. <laughs> um, in 2013, they brought in heaps of rules and regulations. Okay. Um, and it became licensed. And so now you can't get your tattoo license if you have any kind of criminal history. Oh, wow. You go to the police station, get your fingerprints done. Um, Crazy. Yeah, the council's super onto it. The police <laughs> are super onto it. Yeah. Um, so now people, yeah, it's probably one of the safest places you can be now yeah like heaps different <laughs> yeah what was your first tattoo oh. <laughs> it's so bad maybe that's why I don't tattoo maybe 15 that, maybe years like triggered triggered well my first first tattoo my best friend actually gave me it's a, like a little tiny e on my finger we stick and poked it in yes. her lounge room so nice. that was like unofficial uh-huh. but my first professional tattoo um is a pretty sketchy love heart that's fully black and it's nice. um underneath my like bikini a, yeah it can yeah. be hidden by undies that's good yeah because yeah. i knew that's the only place my mom wouldn't see oh, is that why you did it <laughs> yeah. yeah i have friends that are like who one friend who did that she got her first tattoo and it was somewhere that so her dad wouldn't see it. yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah my mom knows about it now because i was so excited that i went straight to school and i showed everybody oh awesome um including my english teacher who was really cool <laughs> mrs williams she was the best shout out Mrs. Williams. Yeah. <laughs> and then my little sister um oh, had no. mrs williams as well and mrs williams squealed on me damn it and yeah mom mom found out through mia <laughs> was she one of those moms because my mom's very no tattoos yeah and maybe subconsciously that kind of has had an effect on why i'm kind of like mm, maybe not but yeah um was your mom also i think she was upset more because i started to get I did a couple of stick and pokes before I was 18. So right. at the time, I'm like so unfair. She's like so mean to me. <laughs> My God, mom. Unbelievable. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, it makes sense. You're like, oh, I get it. And she's so supportive now. Like yeah. uh, even when I did start setting up the shop, um, they helped me with so much stuff. Yeah. And even to this day, like my stepdad, who's like a cop, will come in and help me move something yeah. or help me deal with any kind of legalities that – that entails with the shop. So, yeah, yeah they're super, super they're supportive. Good now. Yeah, they're good now. <laughs> I think my this one on my neck, I've got like a um, little ornamental thing on my yeah. neck. Uh, that kind of pushed my mom a little bit, but now she doesn't even notice it. Would that hurt a lot? Yeah. Here? It just was a very uncomfortable position to get it done in. Um, a really cool artist, Kalula Tattoo, Kate, mm-hmm. she came up and did a guest spot and we did like a tattoo trade. 
Um, and the position I have to lay in is with my head laying over the edge of the bed with my face pointing towards the roof and you can't swallow and we're pretty much like mouth to mouth. <laughs> and you it got took to a, know her very well yes, that day. <laughs> we're really close now. Oh, that's awesome though. <laughs> so that was probably the worst part, the no swallowing. Yeah, the no, that's tricky in itself but it looks cool I like I like how it just pokes up yeah see mom thinks it's like really she's like that's neck but it's really just like bottom or base of the neck base of neck you're like it's totally like what are you gonna get around it now are you gonna not sure I don't know might expand yeah maybe maybe further down the track I've still got so much broom on the rest of my body other places first trad (laughs) (laughs) I was trad raised (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there you go so when did it go from like just liking tattoos to being like I assume you were good at drawing yeah I've always drawn yeah and I was actually doing illustration so actually how I got into tattooing I find I was extremely lucky um so I was living in Sydney I was doing a few art shows and it's so it was bizarre how it all started so I was doing art shows up there and then I got really unwell and I had to come home for a little bit um till I got better and I was like I'm just gonna like make some money and then go back up mm-hmm. um but then I got really bored down here and I thought fuck I really want to do something like they have in Sydney with the galleries yeah. and all of the creatives working so my best friend and I we sat down and had coffee and she's like no way I actually want to do an exhibition so should should we open a gallery? (laughs) And literally, I swear it was like a week later, we had a space. Wow. Yeah. And then... Impulse decision. Impulse. Don't (laughs) think. Just Just do. do. Um, And I'm so grateful for it because we had no money. We had a thousand dollars each and I literally spent $500 of that on the fiddle leaf figs, which are still kicking. Priorities. So that was a good investment. (laughs) Um, and yeah, we opened blank space in Oladulla in this like really kind of dungy little spot, but it had an alleyway out the back. So we were like gigs ah, gigs, and it was next to a tattoo shop called nice. Zodiac Tats. And I remember being so scared of the tattoo guys yeah, and kind of like avoiding them at all costs. And then because it wasn't just, you weren't doing just tattoos. It was more just, the we sp- were no tattoos, no tattoos. at all. Oh, it was yeah. just the space, just the space. So yeah. we just had like desks that photographers, jewelry makers, anyone could rent out for like, I don't know, 50 bucks a week. Way, way not enough. Cheap. Hello. (laughs) Sorry. Do you want help? (laughs) Yeah, just be quiet. (laughs) Just be quiet. Um, Where was I? Scared of the Zodiac tax. Scared of the Zodiac tax. Scary guys. (laughs) Um, and then finally, you know, in the alleyway, made friends with them and realized they weren't scary at all. They were probably like less scary than we were. Yeah. Um, (laughs) and we did like lots of art exhibitions and gigs where we ended up teaming up with them where they would design flash, like little drawings that would represent the exhibition that we were doing Oh, that's and doing kind of like backdoor tattoos for that, like $50 tats. Yeah. And I was drawing up the flash for them and helping them out on those nights. And I just was like, 
I don't know what I'm doing in this gallery. Like, I just want to be in the tattoo shop. Like, yeah. he was getting so annoyed with me and constantly like, and like go back to your off. shop. <laughs> <laughs> and I begged him for an apprenticeship for so long. And Bender is the guy. Um, and he yeah, begged him and begged him. He said no. And then one day I was in there just being my annoying self. Poor Laura, the lady that I set up Blank Space with, was just manning the shop by herself. You're like, you got this, Laura. Yeah, I'll be next door. I'm just working. I'm hustling. Um, and his apprentice had quit that day. And he was so used to someone cleaning for him and setting him up. He was like, all right, you're fucking lucky. <laughs> You've got the job. <laughs> And no slowly way. I kind of just, you know, spent more time and more time in the tattoo studio. Yeah. And Laura decided that she didn't want to do the blank space thing solo. So she started doing floristry and we kind of packed up the studio. I moved next door and that night after moving all of my drawings, my artwork, um, all my equipment into that freaking studio, the roof collapsed. And full of rain, water, it was flooded, probably like a metre high, right on top of where I dropped my stuff. So the real estate was like, okay, why don't you move into M's old shop? Yeah. And so we got to keep kind of like the oh, white wall the aesthetic. Yeah. Um, and then Bender, you know, he... He wasn't as busy, like there wasn't that much work for trad artists. I started to do like fine line stuff once I did finish my apprenticeship, which was like a year into being into the for shop. For anyone who is confused, do you want to explain what trad is? <laughs> like traditional style tattoos, yeah, like cool. more thicker lines, heavier shading. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I think at the time, oh, it's a about to get so tattoo lingo <laughs> no that's right because like, yeah, before we said that I was like wait people probably maybe don't know what that is um yeah well I was doing the thicker line stuff too because that's what he was teaching me yeah. and then I think I did an order once and was like oh my god there's needles smaller than oh. a nine <laughs> you realized yeah there's there's smaller needles um and so I started to experiment with that by myself yeah um, by then he had named the shop Sinking Ship. And <laughs> Is that because of the flood? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That would have been so much better. <laughs> I don't even know why he decided to do that, the Sinking Ship. I can't remember. But he, I think he lasted another year and then he was like, fuck this. I'm, I want to go to Sydney. I'm not really doing what I want down Close here. And I was like, shit, I guess I'm stuck with a tattoo studio. And at oh. the time I was rattled I I was oh he just full left you with the shop full left me with the shop crazy and I threw myself the hugest pity party I'm like how the fuck am I gonna do this I don't know anything yeah um and then I guess when you put on the spot like that you just gotta survive you're just gonna do it and then I renamed it blank space with Laura's permission yeah and then it's been a tattoo shop for the last eight years that's awesome yeah it's really cool that's what I was wondering of like and I guess your route into it is maybe a little different, but when people decide that's what they want to do, I was like, where do you go? Like, it's not like, you know, you don't go to, you want to be a doctor, you go to uni. I was like wondering what the kind of natural way in is, but it's I guess it's hectic. Just, you yeah. have to like, just pretty much ask everyone, if, you know, <laughs> yeah, everyone, you know, and it, Everyone thinks that like you're gatekeeping when you're like, no, I don't want an apprentice. I don't want an apprentice, but it is hard work. And when Bender didn't want me, 
You're like, why don't you like me? And now <laughs> I realize it is hard work teaching someone. Like it yeah. is really hard. And I've just gotten a new apprentice and you know, you're an artist, you're an influencer, you're doing all these things, plus running a business and then also showing someone how to hold a tattoo machine. And it is annoying. It's frustrating. And I think now, like, I still hit Bender up for questions. Like, this has happened. I don't know what to do or, like, this rule's come in. What do I do? So it's like like having a child. It's a lifelong (laughs) commitment. He's long, like, left you and you're like, you haven't I'm still here yeah, help me help me um but still also get frustrated with him when he tells me what to do which I think yeah. will always happen it's like that like parental you know that weird dynamic yeah it is like, always oh. gonna be his tat baby his tat he'll, child. he'll hate that he'll hate that like I'm sorry I take it back but yeah it is and also like you're teaching someone like I guess in a way it's like a very high stakes thing in the sense that like you're doing when you're doing that on a customer like they're paying you to do it a good job and it's going to be on them probably forever yeah and you even now when people come in and I'm like oh have you got any other tattoos and they're like oh I actually got a tattoo from you when you're an apprentice and you're like half "Mm." of me wants to see it and the other half is like oh yeah oh (laughs) please don't show me that's okay (laughs) I'm Uh, like oh I don't need to see oh it's it's hectic um but yeah, I guess the thing too is like there's a lot of egos in tattooing and your apprenticeship is something that tries to stomp a lot of that out of you. Yeah. Um, and at the time, you know, it's tough love, um, but you're pretty grateful for it to do Down it the, road. the old school way. Yeah. Which has been a huge thing in the tattoo industry at the moment because it is so unregulated and there's so many new people coming through and more artists and it's like the old school way of being like yelled at or like forced to do things you don't want to do is starting to like wash out a little bit, which yeah. is cool. But then sometimes I'm really grateful that my that my boss that way. yeah, that my boss was so yeah, so gnarly in the best way possible. Yeah, because <laughs> it teaches you like those lessons really stick with you. <laughs> they do. Like he was yelling at me. Yeah, but, and now I'm grateful. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I'm a little bit scared of everything and everyone. Because <laughs> yeah. I can, like, do you remember the first one tattoo you did on a person? Like, paid <sighs> customer? I think it was my friend Jake. But <laughs> actually, it's so funny that you've asked this because the other night I did get like a text message. All of my friends were having a piss up and they nice. were like having a fight over who I had tattooed. First. first but that was stick and poke so that was like home job when we were really really young which is very bad to do, <laughs> yeah, do that. Yeah. <laughs> um but I can't really I must have been so freaking freaked out that yeah. I like blacked it's it out just completely because it was I was shaky I was so and you shaky. can't be shaky <laughs> it's the worst thing to be <laughs> that's wild yeah. Yeah. well I tattooed myself first in the shop so oh. another like tradition you tattoo yourself first then you tattoo your boss actually like for a big part of the start of your apprenticeship you're not allowed to use a machine like you are there to clean to set up to pack up to watch and and say you're not actually allowed to do any not for a really long time so I think that I'd been actually working in the studio for maybe like almost a year and I hadn't used a machine yet so by the time 
I did use a machine. I was so worried that I'd just wasted a year of my life yeah. and that I was going to do this tattoo and I was going to be so shit at it that I you're like um, just ru- I've wasted yes. my life's over. <laughs> yeah. So I was shaking so much when I t- it's this tiny little um it's like a little outline of a flower on my ankle that I did and I was shaking so much that Ben had to hold my machine down close to my leg. You're like, I got it. It's fine. And I was so scared when I tattooed him next. I did like a Wu-Tang symbol on his calf. And you're supposed to keep the machine moving constantly. And I somehow, I don't even know, now that I'm experienced, I'm like, I don't even know how I did that. (laughs) I ended up jamming the needle so far into his leg without moving it. Like, I'm surprised you didn't get some sort of blood poisoning. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's terrifying. It's really Was scary. it pressure doing it on yourself or did you feel better that like you were doing it on yourself the first time? I felt better. I was doing it. I would, I've tattooed myself so much like, in care. that first little period after I did that first tattoo. Yeah. I don't care. I'll, I'll practice on myself till the cows come <laughs> home. I think maybe that's what my mom was most worried about. She's like... But it's so funny, like side note, I broke my arm actually like at the end of my apprenticeship and I had this white cast and I would not let anyone draw Draw on it. it. I just thought it would look so yuck and dirty. And like we can be at it honestly like a party and I'm like, who's got a machine? Like tattoo me. Yeah, let's go. But don't fuck my white cast Don't touch my cast. (laughs) They do get grotty casts. Oh, they get so grotty. Like, oh, I had one last year. Last year? What did you break? My arm. (laughs) Skateboarding. Hey, that's how I broke mine. (laughs) I got to the hospital that night and the guy was like, what happened? And I was like, I was skateboarding. And he was like, oh, you've done a foosh. And I was like, what's a foosh? And he was like, full on outstretched hand. Oh, yeah. Like, There's a name for that. I was, he was like, yeah, we get a lot of those. I fooshed myself <laughs> he was like, pretty you, good. You were skateboarding? I was like, yeah. <laughs> yep. He was like, classic. Oh, it sucks. Um, but that's so funny. that think, so, You're like, year. I don't want to. Yeah, I think it was. Maybe it was actually. No, it was the year before. It was middle of 2022. Okay. Did it's, you feel cool? I felt really cool with a cast. <laughs> I didn't because then I had to tell people that I did it skateboarding. I think that's cool though. I was yeah, like, yeah, but I skate. I'm, yeah. <laughs> and then they'd be like, you skate? And I was like, because I'd made a friend. I did it. I was working on Furiosa, the new Mad Max movie at the time. And we were in Broken cool. Hill. And there's not a lot to do in Broken Hill. And I'd made a friend on the crew who's very good at skating. And there was a skate park. They had this great skate park at Broken Hill, oh, surprisingly. even at the skate park too. That's yeah, at the skate park. Cooler. I did it at Cronulla Skate Park. But okay. <laughs> at Broken Hill, we spent this time. He's like teaching me how to drop in on the ramp. Oh. A tiny ramp, mind you. I say drop in and I'm like talking <laughs> tiny ramp. <laughs> Not a bowl. Oh, it's hard either way. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so stressful. The first time I was so lucky. I He was like, I'll just like kind of hold your hands to like help you and if he didn't I would have been like head flat like I landed flat on my back well it's so scary because you've just got to like angle your whole body yeah death you really (laughs) yeah he's like he's like I know this is terrifying but you really just need to lean into it I was like that's the last thing I want to do but that was metaphor for scary things isn't it it? (laughs) yeah dropping in (laughs) because then once I did it I was like oh but then when we were at the skate park when I actually broke it I was literally just like being silly, going up and down, like the just kicking it around and around. It's the dumb, dumb And it just thing. caught on something and I fell. And I was like, oh, sad. Well, I remember when we were doing it, we were skating home and Tito turned around and was like, oh, my God, Tony Hawk. <laughs> and that was the moment that I just... Axed it. Boof. Damn it. You jinxed me. <laughs> You're like, this is your fault. <laughs> That's wild, though. The funny, like, you think about the 
permanency of like doing a tattoo, but then you're like, do have you a class that's going to come off. Don't touch it. Yeah, I don't know. That's something in that. It's bizarre. Yeah. You've, I take it you've never had any removed? No. Nah. Do you, it's becoming more and more popular. Like, yeah, yeah. I see it a lot more. Well, I think the technology is getting better, so it's more worth your time. Yeah. Because it's it's expensive to get tattoos removed. It can be way more expensive than the tattoo itself. To get it removed. Yeah, it's yeah. like can be up to a thousand bucks and you would have paid like, it's usually the cheaper tattoos that you get removed as well. Because yeah. I always hear like friends, like I have a lot of friends that have tattoos and they're like, is it like a hundred dollar minimum generally? Is that kind of the? Yeah, it's about a hundred and fifty now. Yeah, yeah with like, inflation. Yeah, with inflation. <laughs> Classic. Um, but I remember people are always like, wow, that's crazy for such a small amount of ink but is there like what's the kind of reasoning because oh, i'm sure you so could give a good things yeah well this is and we get told all the time how cheap it is but this is actually like there's so much that goes on behind the scenes like gloves all of our equipment our insurance our insurance is skyrocketing it's been like a huge problem that'd be a big one because I don't know. I maybe didn't think about it until you mentioned it earlier, but like the work, like the health and safety is hectic. But right now, the biggest problem for us is building insurance. So heaps of shops are shutting down because of it. And even like I've got an interview or like a meeting with my landlord coming up because people don't want to insure tattoo shops because of the bikey thing. Yeah, we have to still. Wow. All this time after because we're high risk of, you know, gang-related crimes. Do you know many bikey gangs? <laughs> I don't. It's so funny too on the form that you fill out. It's like, please tick any bikey gangs that you have affiliation with. <laughs> and there's like hundreds. Really? Yeah. And we like, what's the point of jumping through hoops, getting your fingerprints taken, Actually, our licensing is run through the police force. Yeah. What is the point of that if we're still going to be treated like criminals? So apparently five insurance companies rejected my landlord's building insurance this year. And the amount that she has to pay just to have – because technically we have two tattoo shops, even though they're under the same company, same brand, same people – Separated by a few meters. Separated by <laughs> so two. Two. <laughs> and so yeah, it's high, high risk. So I won't say the amount, but it is like eye watering oh. how much it's going to cost just to keep the business yeah. afloat. And it's really scary and stressful for, I think for any shop owners at mm. the moment. Um but that's a huge part of it. Yeah, that's <laughs> something that I you know. I would, you just wouldn't go to first. Like th- people don't realize too. So artists have to give a certain amount of commission to their boss. Me. <laughs> yeah, you're like, <laughs> boss lady. And so they need to have, so I need to get that money so that I can keep my business afloat. Yeah. And they need to make a good enough wage. So it, there's so much behind the scenes. So at the end of the day, the actual artist might only get like, I don't know, $60 of that. Like they're paying for equipment. I'm paying for equipment. They're paying me. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a lot more that goes Another into thing it. too is that we've spent our whole lives learning how to tattoo essentially. Like we started, all of us started drawing as soon as we could hold a pencil. Yeah. Like that's way more than like 
most professions. <laughs> True. Like, maybe singers have the same thing. They've been practicing yeah. their whole lives. But like doctors haven't been practicing since they were four years old. Mm. So everything that we've done in our lives, whether it be drawing in our maths book instead of learning maths. I did a lot of that. <laughs> That all comes down to the cost. Yeah. And also like efficiency, like mm. Well, yeah. like they're paying for the skill at the end of the day, right? Like if yeah. someone wanted to pay me to do a tattoo on them, it would be terrible. <laughs> like yeah. because I've never done it before. Yeah. And it would and I'd be so scared. I'd be like, oh my god. I would actually love to see oh, you do a tattoo. No, I wouldn't even know where to start. <laughs> do you think... practice on pig skin? Is that a thing? Uh, it, it it is a thing, but I never did. I did honeydew melon. Which oh. is like nothing like skin. I was going to say. It did not set me up. Different texture. <laughs> it's but. not good. It's slimy and it's very hard um, to like grip. But uh, we've got fake skin now. So they make it ah. out like silicon and yeah, they're okay. getting better and better. Um, some people even like purely do tattoos on fake skin now and sell that as artwork. Really? Yeah. And like handbags and do shoes. Do they hang it up or like... Yeah, I actually haven't seen that. Because it's just like they... a piece of rubber, right? Yeah, I haven't actually seen that. But they, you can get like ones that are like, they're like a look like a sphinx cat or like a okay. baby or something. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so they display them. But yeah, no one that I even know really did the pig skin. I don't have just to, straight to... Just raw dog and it straight humans. to the leg. <laughs> yeah. Well, they say never trust a tattoo artist with... Without shitty tattoos. I feel like that's probably... Because <laughs> we had to practice. Good advice. <laughs> yeah. And as you said, like, less pressure to practice on yourself yeah. than someone else. Yeah, and then you can watch the healing process. Like, I think the first single needle tattoo that I did, which is, like, the thinnest needle that you could possibly use. Picture, like, a sewing needle. Mm-hmm. Um, I did on myself because I was like, I don't know how this is going to heal oh. on somebody else. And, yeah, you can monitor it, you watch it check. grow. Yeah, yeah, because I've seen, again, know nothing about tattoos. <laughs> but I didn't realise, like, you see those – I've seen, like, very, very close-up videos of, like, slow-mo of them, like, actually – Oh, yeah, it's gross, isn't but it? But there's, like, multiple, multiple needles. Yeah, well, this is what I was, was like, going to say earlier because – the needle that I learnt on is a nine. So it's got nine tiny needles that are ah. all joined together. And then if we get – there's and a lot – more traditional, it. like, style because they're yeah. quite thick. Nine and above. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, fine line, you usually use three. Well, thereabouts. Like, a five is – thicker for the fine line so you don't even use one very often no not too much i feel like the surface area of the needle it causes too many blowouts but that's that's a whole that's pretty in depth (laughs) but yeah i think three is pretty standard okay yeah for a fine line line. yeah because that was you do a lot of now look at that more fine yeah finer stuff how did you come to kind of decide that was your style just especially interesting seeing as you said you kind of trained in like a trad style yeah because it's so different yeah and I definitely brought so much shame to my mentor <laughs> when I was like I love sorry Bender. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I feel like it just became more and more popular more people wanted that mm-hmm. so it's almost like I didn't have control over my career in you have that. to evolve in a way as well yeah well yeah. I needed to make money I'm in a small country town and I think word started to get out like oh there's this chick on the south coast doing fine line tattoos You're like, that's me yeah because as we I, I think I don't know someone was telling me but that there's so many people from up in like Sydney 
travel travel here. down here yeah. like no like it's a common when I was telling people I was coming to do this they like knew who I was talking about how bizarre this is, is that that's bizarre to me <laughs> yeah and like absolutely it's so cool but it's so cool it's like insane um that we can I think that the luckiest thing is that we can live on a really beautiful oh, coastal rural town. I know. And people come to us. You're but like, I feel like people love coming down here. Oh, why wouldn't you? Yeah. It's Even beautiful. as I said, how you like, how did you drive down? It's like lovely. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. The further you drive from the city, the more peaceful things are. Yeah. So I feel like it's a good all round tattoo experience. We've got like a beautiful field out the front with There's horses. horses. <laughs> <laughs> They're a huge hit. I swear these horses there? are famous now. Yeah. <laughs> They're always there. Actually, the black ones, because there's t- two white horses and one so black cute. one. The black one is new. Oh. Yeah, but the white ones look like unicorns. They're so mystical. They are. <laughs> so there you go. If you want a tattoo and you just want a side of horses, <laughs> you know where to go. This is the place to it be. It is the place to go. But it is like such a beautiful studio like the other one as well, I know we're in the second one at the moment. Yeah. But like both, just the the vibe, like it's such a cool place. Um, well, I think that I in. took a lot of style when creating it from my original gallery, yeah. and that's why Blank Space came to fruition because Laura, aka Fuzz, and I were having a glass of wine, oh. and we were like, "What the hell are we gonna call it?" We were gonna call it Fuzz and M's, which I'm so glad we did not do. Um, there was a few rogue ones, um, and then we looked down at the bottle and we're like, "Blank, blank, blank space, white space." <laughs> That's how we got yeah, here. Yeah, and so I feel like the white walls, the artwork up, it's a very much strong ode to to yeah. the gallery. Yeah. yeah, and as you said before, like you're spending so much time here. You want it to nice. be somewhere that really pretty yeah. and f- peaceful and fresh. Because they saw that like some they have decorated their own space. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Cool. everyone gets to like. It's so funny because the dudes have that opportunity too, and I feel like and they just don't. They just don't. <laughs> I feel like it's the girls that get more into it. We're more decorating. Yeah. But, I love um, the rug. Yeah. How? Oh, that's this cool. one over here. Yeah. That's oh, both of them. But like the one that. Did he make that? He made that. I bought him a, um, what are they called? Those a tufter, oh. tufting machine. I love watching those yeah. videos on TikTok. Oh, they're so therapeutic. So he's he got into tufting for a bit, but that kind of died out a little bit. But this rug here, it is actually like pretty crazy story. So I bought it from the gallery on the main street. And I just fell in love with it, with all of like the crazy um, barbed wire coming out the top, the angels and the domino Domino cross. cross in the middle um and they were like do you want to meet the artist and I was like yes I would love to and he was this really eccentric dude and I noticed that he didn't really he was struggling to talk a little bit and he didn't have any thumbs so I was like oh. dude what's with the what's thumbs your story? Yeah. and he had had a manic episode and he had cut his own thumbs <gasps> off and his tongue and I can't believe that he – well, once I knew the story, I was like, whoa, this is way darker wow. than what I had first saw it. Um, but also, how the frig did he make it how did with you... no thumbs? That's incredible. The, I talk about this a lot because you know how there's like the fact where it's like just amongst my family and friends, yeah. how you could – the thing where it's like you could bite through your finger like yeah. the same as a carrot if you wanted to. Yeah. But your brain's like absolutely not. It's good like that, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it is good like that. Thank you, brain. <laughs> Can you imagine like the 
Oh, I just can't. And I can't. I can't understand how he would do one and, and then the, the other. Do the other. But I think it was with a circular saw. <gasps> but so bizarre is the next day after buying this artwork and hearing his story, Tito and I were looking for a place. So we went to a like house viewing and we got in this house and we were like, man, this house has really bad vibes. Like all the walls were painted different colours. There was a dead frog in the bathroom, a dead bird out the front. I was like, like, this is scary. Bad juju. Turns out that was his house no. and he had just moved out. Where he, the one where he cut his thumbs the, off. The, th- oh. Oh, the thumb dude. <laughs> But he came in not long ago. He's really open and like yeah. willing to talk about it. He went through a few manic stages. He's an incredible poet and artist. And I think that all of that helps him. Yeah. Um, but he wants to get on the little nodules that are left. He wants them to be turned into like octopus heads <laughs> with the octopus legs kind of like going over his hands. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we'll do it, but. That's wild. Yeah, so I take it you didn't move into that house. We did not. <laughs> we did not. I just couldn't believe what You're are like, the this odds? isn't the one. No. This isn't this isn't. But it. I still I love this picture so much. And yeah. you can definitely tell that his mind is chaotic. Oh, 100 percent But it's sort of perfect looking up above <laughs> the getting bu- tattooed. Yeah. yeah, it's right there. I'll have to I'll throw a picture up of it on Instagram or something yeah, so people definitely. can know what we're talking about. Yeah. But it's a pretty like Oh, it's a powerful piece. Yeah, especially with that backstory. Yeah. That's wild. So maybe you'll end up tattooing his thumbs. Maybe. What's left of his thumbs. I can't imagine it feeling very nice. No, because it'd be like almost right onto bone. Yeah, and I feel like you'd have like a lot of nerve endings there. Once once something has been amputated, right? People get like... The ghosts. Yeah, phantom pains. Yeah. Mm. But maybe his nerve endings are all wrecked because of it, maybe. I don't know. Maybe you can Maybe ask I should it. do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm interested. Just for research. Yeah. That's so funny. What do you – we kind of spoke about it a little bit before when we were talking about like mums, disapproving mums. Yeah. Or dads, I'm sure they're out there. <laughs> um, I, I feel like that happens a lot. Like whenever I hear oh, people who so get tattoos, much. it's always like – or there's the videos online where someone shows their mum and the mum's like, what have you done? Yeah, no. we do get that a lot. But more so I've been finding – it's disapproving husbands. <gasps> really? Yes, all the time. Wow. Um, Do they come with? No. Like oh. they'll email us and be like, my husband is probably going to divorce me. Oh, my if goodness. I do. I know, like heavy duty. And it's so hard for us because we're like, do what you want. But, yeah, a lot of them are like so fearful of what their husband will say. Are they that gnarly? The yeah. Tattoos? No. <laughs> They're usually like the symbol, like small small things like the symbol for breathe or Yeah. Um, we did have one woman that was booked in for like a huge leg piece from one of our artists, Matilda. And the day before, she was like, I've I've told my husband and he is absolutely like beside himself. He said he won't find me attractive anymore. Um, so I'm gonna like it's I'm super sad about it but I have to cancel the appointment but this has happened like a scary amount of times now yeah yeah I feel like I heard something talking about this recently actually and it was saying how the more tattoos a guy has girls like generally it doesn't really matter like they in how they find someone attractive yeah if they have like you know a couple or like the more it doesn't necessarily make a difference but the the more tattoos a girl has, it's diff- totally flipped. Oh, yeah. They the think opposite. you're a hell tough nut. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen like this meme where it's like what 
like with rela- relationships where the girl's more tattered than the guy and yeah. she's like holding him up like a weightlifter <laughs> and he's just like tucked up like a little baby in her arms. You're like, no, I'm, you're like, that's yeah. not the case. But it is a really common, I guess, like um, people think that all the time. Well, I've yeah. got way more tattoos than Tito. Do you think I'm a tough Catch nut? up. Catch up. <laughs> so, <tough>. <laughs> <laughs> so scary. So <laughs> scary. But yeah, it is a real to. It's still taboo. It's bizarre yeah. to me. But more women are getting tattooed. Less men are, and I don't know if that's because our shop, we've got a lot of female artists, so a lot more women come to come us to because they feel more comfortable. Mm. Um, but yeah, I feel like don't you reckon more women lately are getting tattoos? I definitely have more friends. Like if I think about my group of friends, it's definitely more girls that have tattoos than the boys. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Because um, we get smaller, like more dainty. Yeah. It's more like decorating. My friend, we're pimping our rides. Pimping our rides. <laughs> exactly. My friend has a lot of like the sticker kind of yep. vibe going on, um, which is very cool. But yeah, I was going to, for people that are like that, for all the disapproving husbands and mums, <laughs> yeah. as someone who is an artist, a tattoo artist and has tattoos, like what? what would your kind of two cents to them be about like why? Oh, I don't know. It's so hard. Like why as in like why they should get that? Well, just like maybe being a bit more understanding of why they. I think the perfect. Okay. So when I first started tattooing, I do know that the fear of God was in my parents that I was going to get a bunch of tattoos and the tattoos would change me. Like once, like what comes first, the chicken or the egg, like the crime (laughs) or the tattoo. I see. And so, and I still to this day get people comment things like, don't get too many. Don't, don't get too many. You're like too late. (laughs) (laughs) Here we are. Um, But it doesn't change anything. Getting a tattoo literally changes nothing unless you are getting it on like your face or your hands. That does sometimes have implications when it comes to like getting a job or getting into clubs in Queensland, <laughs> even getting, you know, walking through airports and yeah. stuff. You do get judged a little bit, but. Unless you post Malone. Unless you post. Well, I, he got rejected from a club in Western Australia. What? Yeah. Did they know who Malone. he was? He yes. also seems like the sweetest man alive. Yeah, yep, exactly. It's just so. And most, even. Like some of the tattoo artists that I've met along the way that are like full face tats, yeah. neck tats, are the nicest guys yeah. and the biggest wussies. <laughs> yeah. Like still pass out getting a blood test. Oh, I um, feel them. I'm right up there with them. <laughs> <laughs> so is our like um our receptionist, our number one desk bitch. Yeah. Faints every needle she's ever had and she's like more covered than I am. Oh, yeah. Because that's a big one I think people like is the pain factor. When, but no. then a lot of people I know are like it doesn't it doesn't hurt, hurt. it doesn't like, I mean obviously certain some places, places yeah but it's more okay like it's so surface level it's more on the scratch than the stab level you know what I mean <laughs> it's more scratchy less stabby yes see guys it's fine it's like getting a little scratch you're not getting stabbed just a really I long like scratch <laughs> yeah just as long a scratch for like a few hours depending on what you're getting well you get more like peaceful the longer the scratch goes for because yeah. it all feels warm like the start like, might does be it just go numb? it kind of does it's like a really weird and so many people 
actually get super chilled out by it. I don't know if it's like the high level. Interesting. Um, you know, you're getting so much adrenaline pumped through you and then it kind of subsides once you realize it's not that bad that people go into almost like a sleepy state. It's like therapeutic. Yeah. And they're like, what was I worried about? Yes. They, uh, am I selling it to you? you? <laughs> <laughs> Look, if I ever do, I'll come here for sure. 100%. <laughs> but it's, a, it's, I feel like it's more a mental thing. It's mental. It's definitely a mental thing yeah. for me. Like I do not. I'm not a big needles gal for yeah. sure, but we even get people that are so terrified of getting needles out the doctors that they come in here for like <laughs> exposure therapy. Really? Yeah. Which does is, it work? Yeah. Well, <laughs> we've. It's so funny because people re- react to like stressful situations in different ways. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite ones was this lady was like, "I'm so sorry. I'm like terrified of needles. I've come here to sort of." make myself to get a tattoo or just to see it all to get a tattoo and she was like one thing that happens to me when I'm really scared is that I laugh uncontrollably (laughs) and for the whole appointment she was just absolutely cacking it and it was so um it could be worse though it was contagious like by the end of it we were all laughing laughing. and she was fine and she reckons like she's fully cured Wow. So exposure therapy works. Maybe you just got to go get a bunch of tattoos. Yeah, and And just really small ones. Take it easy. Just a little one. Just a little one. Yeah, and we'll tell you the least painful place. So maybe What is the least painful place? I reckon anything like forearm. Anything that's like gets tanned I reckon hurts least like really well kind of because I reckon you're like whacking it it's more tougher yeah okay you bump into more things because anything inner arm can be a bit ouchy yeah because the skin's so sensitive ribs ribs yeah ribs canes is is ribs so on the, the flip side of that question I guess which is the most painful places I reckon armpit for sure I haven't people I've only ever done one armpit tattoo and what was it out of curiosity he got like two massive spider webs with love hearts in the middle and he was not okay no No. I can imagine it was pretty like I feel like it'd almost be similar like neck or under your chin under your chin like right under apparently do the bottoms of your feet hurt oh yeah I reckon I've heard that I wouldn't I haven't got like one tiny foot tat at all I, hands I'd, and feet I like, just got one tiny foot tap just the one yeah and it, it, I was re- really drunk when I got it <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't hurt as much no <laughs> yeah don't do that though for your appointments yeah you're like no yeah <laughs> do you get many people just rock up drunk Nah, I've had one person that like got pretty lit <laughs> um and that was I didn't know I didn't know until she like sat down and started talking I was like oh my god is this you okay nice? <laughs> yeah um but yeah no nah, we we're pretty like we're pretty onto that sort of stuff yeah no not you're not allowed to be maggot it's hard because we do fine line too so it the more you drink the thinner your blood gets the more you bleed and so uh. sometimes the blood becomes more powerful than the ink so it's like wasting everybody's time it doesn't stick Mm-mm. it kind of like yeah it's like the blood comes out and then the ink kind of like doesn't settle in interesting um, and then it heals really crap and also you, people move so much when they're drunk like they're sitting up sitting down <laughs> like sit still yeah so it's just it's not fun for anyone no so yeah. don't do it guys don't <laughs> just, <laughs> just don't <laughs> I love that. is there what is, i was just because i was thinking about it i was like is there a tattoo that you do so often 
it comes and goes. Like there's yeah, trends. For sure. And they always come back. The cowboy boot. I feel like I saw that a lot. Huge trend. Yeah. Cowboy boot. What was another one? Butterflies, I guess, will always be trending, but they yeah. got real. Oh, um, tramp stamps are making a comeback. Nice. They're huge. Oh, birth dates. Birth dates. They were trending like yeah. not long ago. Angel numbers, huge trend. Angel numbers. I've yeah. seen a lot of that. I don't really, I don't get it all, but I'm like, <laughs> I see it all the time. They're like, this is my angel number. I'm like, what does that mean? Well, it, it's like 444 or like 222. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I reckon maybe marking your body with something positive is always nice. Yeah. If like it's, I'm super like superstitious. So anything lucky. You're like, I'm there. I've literally found a four leaf clover before this and <gasps> ate it. <laughs> Like, you're like, I'm so prepared. I, I, I don't know why. I should have more, like, angel numbers yeah. and, like, lucky things tattooed on me. But, yeah. Yeah. it's It definitely comes in trends yeah. of what people get. That's so funny. And then, yeah, it comes back. It must be a pretty cool feeling, though, and you kind of did say it earlier, that people – and not even the fact that they drive here from wherever they drive from, but just the fact that they want to have – your art or like your input on them forever it is crazy that's an insane thing i know that's very cool i know and it's so cool and it's so stressful and yeah then it's so cool again <laughs> all at once <laughs> yeah but it is i think the hardest thing right now after doing it for so long like i'm coming almost coming into nine years is trying to predict the trends and yeah. keeping it fresh and new but also satisfying what people want at this time like i I think, I don't know, things like leopard sharks, cowboy boots, ah. they got super trendy and everyone still wants them, but you're trying to like push through with your art and think of the next up and coming thing. Yeah. Um, that can be like stressful as well. Yeah, because it's also that fine line of doing things that people want. Yeah. And then also that you like you're still an artist at the end of the yes. day. Yes. Yeah. And it's trying to well, I feel that is so hard and that's yeah. you kind of get pushed into the direction is, of your career yeah is that where you kind of just like you have your style so it's like no matter what you're tattooing it's still it's you still, can say that I did it yes yeah I think that that's it and you, you can't really like pretend to be another style it always sort of shines through and yeah. I feel like that artists that do have their own stays end up going way further than someone that is yeah just copying what everyone else is doing um, but I've got so many different art styles. Like yeah, I kind of dabble because I do murals. I do – I design like beer cans. Oh, so I have heaps so cool. of creative outlets to try all my styles. That's good. Yeah. Nice to like get it all out. Yeah, like the creativity thing, like you and filming and then this on yeah, as well. For sure. It it's, keeps your brain fresh. It is good because like I noticed for a while like – I used to make videos and things so often when I was like young, that was all I did. I'd video everything and just make them for no reason. Like, yeah. you know, I just have them all on a hard drive of everything I ever did. <laughs> like we go into the beach for the weekend. Oh, here's the video from when really? I was That's so, so cool. random from like my, all when I was through high school. Um, but then like studying film, I really stopped that cause you, I was doing a lot of that while I was at uni. True. But then, yeah, this was kind of the first thing that I like 
obviously I worked and I work in film and that's like, that was like the creative outlet, but then yeah. it's different when it becomes work in a way, right? I know. Yeah. And everyone always says like, oh, do you draw for fun? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I draw no. for money now. <laughs> and so I need to find something else that's fun. Yeah. I'm looking for hobbies. For sure. Like I still love, like I love my job and yeah. I, same with you, which oh, is very absolutely. evident, but it's like, it's nice having something that isn't that. Well, if you're doing it 12 hours a day, you don't go home and go, do you know what I really <laughs> feel like doing i'm gonna draw drawing something for fun <laughs> you're like no you're looking for hobbies is that yeah i am i feel like pottery is a big one i well oh you did tenille tenille's groper tattoo yeah yeah she came on a oh couple... she does pottery she does pottery she does pottery she's just really cool that. pottery yes maybe pottery could be my thing i feel like that's popping off a lot at the moment i got into roller skating during covid that was a big one. Yeah, but we've got to watch out for our wrists now. Yeah, no, I retired. That's too dangerous. I need stuff that's like sitting down <laughs> and not wrist orientated. The, the rug making. I could do tufting. I feel like that'd be a good one. I do love what, <laughs> watching tufting on Instagram is my hobby. <laughs> yeah. I, those are those ones get me, those, the tufting. I love watching oh, them. Oh, it's so, It just so comes good. down to like one of those like so satisfying. Yeah, but watch. on the videos, they don't show you how loud it is. Oh. It sounds like it's a power tool. And also it's messy, like super messy. There's so much like because you're using heaps of um, wool and yarn. Yeah. And there's like, you've got to like Just trim everywhere. it. Yeah. So that's why Tito stopped doing it so much because I'm like, can you like, can keep it down? This is, this is a mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so classic. And the neighbours hate it too. Oh, Yeah, because if you're tufting at like what we finish here at like nine o'clock at night to go home for a tufting session. That's a big day. Yeah. What time yeah. do you start? Well, probably. Depends, I guess. Yeah. Usually, like, around nine, we get into the studio. Yeah. Nine till nine. Okay. Yeah. We don't really know when we're going to finish. That's been oh. hard. That's hard for hobbies, too. True. Because I wanted to do basketball. Oh, But fun. I never know when I'm going to get there on time. Yeah, true. I feel like basketball will be done by nine. Yeah. It's well and <laughs> truly done. You're like, I'm ready, I'm ready. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so. You'll find something. An instrument? Oh, no, I'm terrible. That's <laughs> Tito's no. thing. <laughs> he can he can play you the he did the sweet did songs. you he bought me a bass oh sick and I haven't I have touched it like I've literally not touched it I think we've had it for five years now just looks nice yeah it looks cool. yeah. <laughs> hang it up on the wall yeah. <laughs> that's hectic I I kind of wrap out on a the same question every time I feel like I could just keep talking to you for <laughs> ever and ever and ever but, um, hello <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta stop talking to you like you're in the interview. Oh, it's so fine. I don't mind. That was Tito, everyone. <laughs> um, I always ask the question to everyone at the end of if there's something that you wish people better understood or like knew yeah. about your industry or what you do. Yeah, what would it be? I think it would definitely be. <laughs> It sounds really lame, but the insurance thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> Just crazy. being treated like a criminal still when mm. we're all artists. We've Most of us have studied fine art. I haven't, but a lot of the artists that work in my studio have. Come that way. They're moms. They're like yeah. really lovely, beautiful people that are not bikies or criminals and they're still treated like that. Mm. I think that that is the biggest thing that I'm struggling with right now is still having prejudice. Yeah. In this day and age, I yeah, can't believe like, it. Come on. So yeah, it's just really lame, but insurance. Insurance. <laughs> That's a good one though. Cause it's, that is kind of the whole point of these, the podcast as well as like, I love 
they're things that you would never think about in someone's like world yep. or day-to-day life yeah that you're just like but for them that's like such a big thing yeah you know? it's huge well it could like absolutely like ruin us if yeah if everyone if so many insurance companies keep turning down building owners for insurance because they have tattoo studios in them it's going to get harder and harder to open tattoo shops yeah um which is like crazy. So yeah, it's sad. And we are not baddies. We're not baddies. We're not baddies. We're oddies. I'm gonna make a sticker out of that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that would make a good sticker. <laughs> no, that's a good one. Thank you so much for coming oh, on. Such a pleasure. It's Thank been you. great. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's so cool.